Welcome to the Harrisburg Huddle, the Penn State Harrisburg podcast. One of the greatest assets of our campus is our global community. Hosting students from over 40 countries, Penn State Harrisburg is truly a global destination for academic study. This week, Professor of Information Systems, Dr. Rhoda Joseph, sat down with current international MBA student, Tasleem Muzaffar, to talk about what it's like to be an international graduate student in central Pennsylvania. Hi, my name is Rhoda Joseph. I'm the director of the MBA program at Penn State Harrisburg. I'd like to introduce Taslim, who's a student in our MBA program. Welcome, Taslim. Yeah, thank you. How are you today? Uh, I'm doing well, thank you. How are you doing? Very good. Taslim is uh, one of our students in the MBA program, and I'm excited to talk to you today about your experience so far. So Taslim, why Penn State Harrisburg? Uh, you have an extensive background. You have done several uh, graduate degrees already. You have a PhD, so there must have been something unique that attracted you to Penn State Harrisburg's MBA program. Can you tell us about that? So the the, the reason I chose uh, Penn State Harrisburg was for my MBA. Uh, one, why I did, decided to do another MBA. That's the that's the first first thing I should answer. Uh, because when I started working uh, in the industry, a good manager can really shape the uh, shape the company and drive it forward it doesn't matter if you are a good employee if it doesn't matter if you're a hardworking employee because if the if the top is not up to the mark uh, your ideas are always shot down and uh, and the companies because those people usually get into that kind of a preservation mode that they they they, they like their salary they don't want to do anything fancy so that they don't want to risk anything um, so, but a good manager will always take a chance um, so that the company can move forward um, and the employees get a professional growth as well. Got a bigger perspective. Um, so that's why I decided to, to do the MBA. And why at Penn State Harrisburg? Penn State Harrisburg is a smaller campus, uh, and that's where you get to um, uh, get a customized experience, right? So uh, you're not one out of 10,000 international students at, at a bigger campus in a bigger school. Uh, here you are in a smaller community. Uh, you have, you can easily reach out to professors. You can even approach them. Uh, you can knock on their door and, and, and get a chance to talk to them. Uh, whereas in a bigger school, in a bigger, com bigger campuses uh, with so many students, it is really difficult to to have that opportunity. And then after after the graduation, um, like any grad degree here in, in, in the U.S., you get that opportunity to, to do a OPT as well and, and also CPT during the program if you want to. Yeah, Taslim, you, you said some really uh, exciting information for us to hear uh, for our program. One of the things you mentioned was the customization or the personalization of the MBA program at Penn State Harrisburg. How do you feel that you transitioned as an international student um, into a new environment? Um, and how did you adjust to some of the expectations based on coming from a technical background into a business degree? Um, so the adjustment initially was slightly difficult because when you are, because um, uh, Harrisburg is in a is in Middletown, which is a smaller, very small town. Uh, so the transition initially was slightly challenging, um, coming from uh, part of the world where it's always busy, uh, and um, so 
So that was initial, the transition was difficult. But then, uh, because it's a, such a sm- tight community, 5,000 students, and out of 5,000, um, 1,000 students are international. So 20% of the campus is international student. And uh, most of them do live on campus. But so because the community is so tight, um, you get used to it pretty quickly. You get that support from everybody. Uh, you get the support from the faculty. You get support from the department. Uh, you get support from the international student office. Uh, tremendous support, actually, from them. Um, they help you with the housing. They help you with, uh, with the visa process, everything that you need uh, when you come here. So um, for me personally, it was that, and also slightly easier because my family was already here. So, But for other... but. From the perspective of other international students, it would still be easier for them to tra- uh, in, uh, to do the transition there because it's a smaller community. You are, again, going back to bigger campuses, the same example I would give again. If you go back to bigger campuses, sometimes you don't have you don't get a chance to actually get those services uh, because everybody's just too overwhelmed with the and there's too big a wait time. Um, and then you have to find things out on your, your on, out on your own. And here, um, I also work in the international student office here as well. So I know how much effort the whole office puts into uh, to to enhance the experience of international students. Like we we organize trips to grocery stores, uh, not just uh, to, like the generic grocery store like Walmart's or Target, but also ethnic grocery stores. Uh, once a week, there's a trip. Students have to sign up. So, uh, And then there's also events all going around. Uh, we are having Lunar New Year event uh, in a couple of days' time in here. Um, and... Uh, and 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 there were, we already have 500 students signed up, uh, and that tell, that kind of tells you that the uh, we we keep organizing these events and the school keep organizing these events to keep the students engaged so that they they get they get used to this uh, system and also they don't miss their home miss home as well. Um, so the uh, the transition for me was relatively easier. Uh, having been to other in other countries already, so I kind of knew what what to do. Uh, but if you if you're if you're coming here for the first time, you're leaving your home for the first time, um, the uh, the transition here is very easy because of the services that and the efforts that people put uh, to make easy make life easy for the international students. Uh, and um, Again, I will give you another story uh, because that I get from working in the National Student Office. Over the holidays, uh, before we actually close for the holidays, um, 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 I won't name names here, but uh, one of the uh, people who work at the Learning Center, um, they actually came to our office and they opened their house for half a dozen international students so that they don't feel lonely at home in, in the housing here. So, so you can see how people go out of their way to make life easier for international students. Yeah, I think that's a really good point because uh, for international students, they're leaving their home, their friends, their family, and coming into a new environment and new culture and engaging with new people. So I think the support is going to be critical for the student success. And it's one of the things that we really uh, work on uh, developing, and we're proud to know that it's it's working. Um, if you were to advise any other international students about coming here, you mentioned several things that you saw as an advantage. Do you have any issues that you felt were disadvantaged or concerns um, about our program or coming across to Penn State Harrisburg? 
Well, the only disadvantage would be the not many flights come here. So, <laughs> um, so uh, other than that, I think the 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 program wise, it, it's pretty pretty good. Uh, you you get a chance to uh, basically look at all aspects of the business side. You get a chance to look at the marketing. Uh, you all have a chance to look at the finance side, uh, corporate finance, the ethics of the corporation, corporate structure. Um, uh, you, so as an MBA, you get a pretty good overview of what uh, of all the aspects of business uh, 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 in this program. So pro the faculty is very strong, um, and uh, I have liked all loved all of my professors up to now. Um, and and then you have a chance to uh, do your own thing as well through the electives. Uh, it's not like that you always have to take the econ or finance or or um, uh, marketing courses. Uh, I took courses related to data uh, as well, like with you. Uh, um, so, um, so you can also customize your MBA a little bit uh, the way you, if you want to enter, let's say, uh, management in the tech sector. So you can take those electives that are related to information science or or data. And if you want to do go to the health side, you can take those electives. So so there's that opportunity as well. It's not like that you have a one hardcore MBA degree and you can only do one thing. Um, so it, it opens up the doors for you and, and uh, not just in the tax sector, not just in the banking sector, but also healthcare or or education or e-commerce. Uh, e so it, 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 it it's a very good program. Yeah, I, I really like what you said about not really seeing too many disadvantages and the only issue you had was uh, flights into Harrisburg. <laughs> the good thing is Harrisburg is an international airport and you do it have is. a direct flight it to is. Toronto. It is. So, yeah. The only international <laughs> flight that this airport that, gets is the Canada, Toronto. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's a big plus. I think for us geographically as well, we're three hours away from yeah. most major cities. So yeah. you can fly out of BWI, you can fly out of JFK. Yeah, IAD. Um, so the uh, accessibility is also a really good point. You uh, mentioned that you like the class sizes. Mm -hmm. So what was the experience like with the students that you engaged with in your different classes? How would you describe those types of relationships that you developed with other students in the program? Uh, that's an excellent question, actually. Uh, uh, the good thing with this MBA program was it's not just students. Uh, well, I mean, of course, they're classified as students, uh, but they're not full-time students, not all of them. Um, so you do get some students who are ex industry executives. And then when you collaborate with them or when you are having those discussions in the class, uh, you are not only hearing an academic perspective um, that a student would give out based on what they have read in the book or what the, what the slide says or what the professor says, but you will get to hear industries perspective and different industry like uh, one could be from an IT sector and one uh, one student could be from engineering uh, like I had uh, one uh, one classmate who has taken multiple classes with me she's from uh, civil engineering background she works for uh, um, a construction company that that builds uh, uh, these infrastructure for the for the for the for the cities um, and uh, and and now you get to hear that kind of that perspective that I uh, don't have. I don't have that knowledge, so I cannot think from that perspective. So it's all this good, um, and the class size is small, and we have different, like so much diversity uh, in the class, back, uh, uh, background-wise. That once you hear those perspectives, it it like lights a bulb in your head. Oh, I never thought about that. 
Um, and 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 then when you go into the industry in, of your choice, you all you kind of have that understanding now. Yeah. So the class sizes, the diversity of backgrounds, not just um, academic background, but also the work experience background, is really important. Yeah, I think the work experience is a big piece because the classroom is not just a learning environment, but it's also a place for you to network with yeah. other professionals yeah. across multiple disciplines. Yeah. Uh, I know that you've been in several of my classes and you've made a lot of uh, very useful connections. Uh, could you talk a little bit about the experience you had recently where one of your classmates actually tried to recruit you yeah. <laughs> uh, to their company just because it's so difficult to find uh, expert talent yeah. And while you're in the classroom, you're actually networking with professionals at all different levels uh, from all different types of organizations. You're absolutely right. One of my classmates actually, uh, she wanted me to come and join her company. Uh, but the things didn't work out at that time because the way um, um, my paperwork, the documentation was, it didn't allow me to go outside the campus and work. Um, and, and by the time I got my paperwork in order, um, uh, the opportunity had already been, uh, fulfilled. So, but, but, uh, uh, she's keeping an eye on things and then we'll see how that goes. But yes, as you said, um, it's a very good opportunity to network. Um, and you could even land your job in, in, in your class, uh, while you're sitting next to a pro, uh, next to a recruiter. Um, so uh, uh, it, it's it, that's why I said this class size is small enough that you can go and talk to people. Uh, it's not a classroom, a theater like a classroom with 300 people in it that, and you don't even know who you in your class are. It's a 10, 15, 20 people in max in the class. You know everybody's name. You you know on their you know them on their on their first name basis, and 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 that's a good that. That tells you that how easily it is to network with people here. So you mentioned that you work on campus and you had the opportunity to network with other students and were offered a job and you're still being actively recruited. As an international student, can you talk about the experience of having access to job opportunities as an MBA student, both on campus and off campus? Um, well, uh, on-campus jobs are very easy to find uh, for international students here. Um, there are a lot of opportunities here. Um, yeah, like our office, International Student Office, hires a lot of people. So does the Learning Center. Uh, I work in both uh, Learning Center and also the International Student Office. Uh, there's also um, uh, other job opportunities like in the career services here, um, in marketing, uh, and also in uh, uh, in the stacks of housing and food. There are tons of opportunities for international students. And uh, as an F1 student, uh, you are allowed to work up to 20 hours uh, on campus, not outside the campus, but on campus. Uh, but outside the campus, there are also opportunities. Like uh, you can go do an internship uh, in, uh, in the summer. Uh, that is called something called the CPT, Curriculum Practicum, Practical Training. Um, and um, you can go to uh, Eastside Weiser on campus, uh, and she will be happy to help you out with the uh, the paperwork to do the CPT, uh, and and then after the, your graduation, um, U.S. government allows you to have an OPT as well uh, for the MBA program too, uh, where you can get a work authorization and you are allowed to work full time off campus. Um, and CPT is also full time uh, internship, but that is only allowed when you are in the summer summer period or 
you need to get a permission from the from the from the government first uh, to to do the CPT. So yes, you have a ton like uh, uh, you got a tons of you get tons of opportunities to work both on campus and off campus. Um, uh, right now, I'm looking for. Op- op- jobs outside the campus because I'm about to graduate as well, uh, full-time roles. Uh, but while I'm doing that, I'm still working on campus, uh, both in the learning center and also in the international students' office. Yeah, I think that's a really uh, great piece of information to share, particularly with some of our existing students that actually do work uh, 20 hours during the semester as well. So students have a lot of flexibility with engaging in activities to support their academic goals as well as their professional goals by getting a career experience um, while they're studying in the U.S. Um, I think one of the the things that you also mentioned is uh, flexibility with your classes. So with the MBA program, we have a a variety of class options. So we do have in-person residential classes. We've had some hybrid options where you do some work online and some work in person and we've also had 100% remote uh, classes. Did you experience any of those types of options um, in your time here and how I did have you actually experienced all three of them. Okay. Um, so um, and each 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 mode of instruction it, it gives you a different experience. So uh, I I in my first semester I had a com- totally uh, remote class. Um, uh, one cl- one of them was totally remote, and one of them was in person. Um, so I would drive down to campus, and then have to drive back home and turn my Zoom on as well. Um, so um, so uh, yeah, it 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 it, it was it, it 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 it's again, it gives you that flexibility that you don't necessarily have to be in person all the time, and uh, and 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 it. You can take some classes on your own at your own time. Like they are totally um, uh, on the web, and you just have to watch the pre-recorded lectures and go through the exercises. Um, so it gives you that flexibility as well. If you are working professional, like as I said, most in in most of our classes, we we don't necessarily only have students, but also the uh, the industry executive, and they are busy for for their work, and they can just take classes whenever they want to. Uh, so it gives you that flexibility as well. And uh, and sometimes you need to be remote because of the the nature of the of the course or the nature of the exercise that needs to be done on the machine. So, for example, um, yes, we in at school we do have computers available, computer labs available that you can always access. But um, sometimes you just need to access a software that is only available online through the web labs, and then uh, you have to do that, conduct that session uh, virtually. Uh, so that everybody is on their own machine and they can log into uh, web web labs. Speaking of web labs, web labs is a tool that school provides uh, where uh, you can log into school's computer uh, remotely uh, and then use all the software that the school has available for you. Because some of the softwares are not necessarily available to download on your computer uh, due to licensing issues, so you can only use them on schools. So that's that is what we call web labs. Um, so um, yeah, so if you're if if for example business analytics, some of the class some of the softwares are only available on the web labs. So in in those situations, the the classes could be remote as well um, if the if the uh, computer labs are not available. Yeah. So I had a very good experience uh, for all three, uh, where uh, in person. Uh, 
personal preference is still in person because uh, I'm old. Uh, so, um, so, but the, uh, but I overall, I it wasn't. I didn't feel like that. Oh, this is not working out for me in any of the modes. Uh, so yeah, it, it worked out pretty well for all three. I'm I'm really glad to hear that that flexibility was something that you appreciated because we really work hard to meet the students where they are. So uh, we have flexibility with modes of instructions as well as flexibility with the concentrations that you pursue for your MBA. So at Penn State Harrisburg, the MBA consists of 30 core credits. Nine of those credits are electives. You can do a general MBA or you can do a concentration. And we have a variety of concentrations uh, ranging from information systems to finance to data analytics, uh, supply chain management, and you can customize that uh, th those nine credits. Um, what was your experience in tailoring the degree to really fit your needs? You have a diverse background, so how were you able to really take advantage of those options to get the degree that you really needed? Um. That's a good question. Um, so as I said, when when I started working in the industry, I wanted to move into the management, but I still want to keep my previous technical background uh, and I want to move within that domain. Um, so, uh, and having a, uh, a machine learning artificial intelligence background, um, for me, um, I was again looking to stay in that same domain. So, um, so, so data, as you mentioned, data analytics and um, uh, information systems, uh, they were kind of the they were kind of attractive to me uh, because I could relate to those courses, um, and uh, because I wanted to stay in that domain, um, so I I chose those. But as you mentioned, there are tons of other. Uh, 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 concentration that the students can do, supply chain, finance. You can also do a general MBA. Uh, you can also look at the health administration if you want to. Um, so yes, um, the, it, it was very easy to actually find those courses. Uh, and those courses are offered pretty consistently. So it's not like I had to wait a semester or two to um, to get into that course, um, and and if the course is not available, hypothetically speaking, if uh, something happens, then faculty, if you go talk to the department, they're very accommodating. They will arrange an alternative course for you. Uh, be be it on Penn State campus, uh, Harrisburg, be it in uh, at UP, or be it in uh, at Harrisburg Community College uh, or other Harrisburg University. Um, so there, there is always that option for you. So the uh, the department goes out of its way and faculty goes out of the way to help the student out in order to accommodate what they need. Um, I mean, I cannot speak generally uh, uh, for all the concentrations, but at least in my case, there was one occasion when um, uh, we had the marketing course was not being offered and um, and then I had a conversation with you, and then we tried to figure things out uh, that we, how, what, what can we do? Uh, and we ended up with a very good solution, which worked for all, everybody. But, um, but as, but that's that, that's the best part that everybody tries to um, uh, make things happen for you. And it's not like that you send an email, you put a request in, and nobody, it's not, uh, it's falling on deaf ears. And and by the time uh, they cut back to you, semester is already over. Um, so that that this it, uh, this is the best part of this campus, and this is the best part of this program that uh, everybody supports you completely, and um, and and I found it very easy to choose the courses I wanted to uh, to do my to keep to keep 
uh, to stay in that domain of uh, data analytics. Yeah, I think as a as a team, we're very student centered. So our goal is to really assist you in getting your goal accomplished. So as a result of that, we do know you by name and we will find you, <laughs> uh, track you down, assist you with your class scheduling, assist you with um, just the support that you need in transitioning to campus life as well as succeeding with your academic goals. Uh, one of the other ways that we assist is financially. We know that uh, education is not cheap and getting an MBA, it is a costly undertaking. Uh, could you talk a little bit about any scholarships or funding that you received while you were a student here? Yes, uh, so there are a uh, uh, few limited options available for international students. Um, um, so um, there's a scholarship through the MBA program as well that I uh, qualified for in the first year. Um, so, um, and there's, so I will not go into the details of the scholarship, but but uh, but the you can get scholarship from the department, uh, and there's also you can get scholarship from the international students office as well. Uh, ESA actually has this um, uh, a it's called a grant tuition grant uh, available, uh, and then you just have to apply and uh, answer all the questions that they want, um, and you can get a. A good a scholarship from there too. Um, um, other than that, as I said, the financially uh, you can work on campus for twenty hours a week as well. That that gives you a lot of uh, financial help. Um, you get uh, a reasonable salary, um, and if you work twenty hours, that's good. That's good for you to um, to uh, bear your monthly expenses such as the rent or or the utilities. I think it's good to mention that as well because. Um, students have different ways to augment uh, funding the education as well as um, working on campus, off campus, or um, working with a faculty member on a research project. So um, it's it's always good to look into all of those options. And I think it's something we want to share with international students as well so they know that these options uh, are available to them. So how difficult are the classes? Um, uh, I, I will say that uh, we're very proud that we're an accredited business school yeah. and only 5% of business schools globally are accredited. So your degree is valued anywhere that you go. So how difficult did we make it for you to get those classes done? Now that's a very difficult question to, uh, difficult question to answer because it's relative. Um, so um, I have found these classes to be okay. I mean, um, not too difficult and not too easy. It's not a walk in the park either. You have to put an effort in. And, and like and naturally in any grad school, you if you are walking in the park and getting a graduate degree, that, that's, not, that's not the right graduate degree for you then. So if you make an effort, uh, if you put the time in, uh, of course, you need that li social life balance as well. I'm not saying be a, a bookworm for 24 24 seven, but if you put the appropriate time in uh, with appropriate effort, uh, you should be fine. Yeah, I think that leads us to the other point that there are a lot of resources available to support yeah. students academically. Yeah. So Penn State is a huge institution, but at Penn State Harrisburg, we are able to tailor a lot of uh, resources to fit the needs of the students. So did you utilize any of those resources such as the library or the learning center, whether you were a student there or you assisted other students? Um, we also have different writing workshops. Can you talk a little bit about those kinds yeah. of activities? So, yeah, library, uh, Penn State Library is, is sort of unique. It's uh, 
uh, it's one library distributed across campuses. So, uh, uh, yes, I use library resources quite a bit, uh, and there are tons of resources in the library through the business program as well, like IBISWorld um, and other other resources that are not normally available and very expensive. Um, and and I'm lucky the school has already paid for them. So um, so that I have used quite a bit for those for my uh, reports. Um, uh, be it marketing or financial state, uh, corporate finance, and all those courses that require that kind of a pro- even for my capstone, I'm gonna uh, we are using Ibis World, uh, and um, so yes, we I I have used that extensively. It's a, it's an excellent resource. So you you get to see reports that that are not easily publicly available. Uh, you get to have industry stats from through those uh, tools. Other than that. Uh, Learning Center, uh, as I said, I mentioned earlier, I work at the Learning Center. Uh, so Learning Center is a, is a, a program that school offers. Uh, it's free of cost to students, uh, and they can sign up to get academic help. Uh, so Learning Center has tutors that teach variety, or tutor variety, not teach, tutor variety of courses, uh, mostly undergrad courses, uh, physics, chem, math, whatever, econ, finance, uh, engineering of any kind. But they do offer assistance in the academic, uh, grad courses as well. And I uh, have per- I have helped uh, grad, grad students uh, with, for the, in the MBA program. The, uh, the, they're junior to me. So, um, and... Um, uh, and uh, uh, Learning Center also has this ac- uh, the writing exercises. They have writing tutors as well. So if you have uh, if if you struggle but if you struggle in writing, and uh, most people do. And initially, when I started grad school, I was a bad writer as well. Uh, and my professors have honed that writing skill into me now. Uh, but uh, but if you're if you struggle with writing papers or articles or um, or thesis even, um, Learning Center provides those coaching, uh, learn, uh, writing coaching, they have those writing tutors. Yeah, I think with the a lot of the classes, we also try to embed some of those resources. So for example, in one of our core classes in information systems, we embed modules with library resources. So students get access directly in the course as well as um, walking over to the different departments, units, um, or making a phone call or sending a text or using an app. So we try to give you access in a variety of ways to stay engaged uh, in the in the community. So we talked a lot about the academic side of the house. What is life like on this campus for someone coming in brand new to the U.S. as an international graduate student? How would you describe that experience? Life on campus is pretty good, actually, uh, because... We at the International Student Office, we organize tons of events. There's always an event going on. Uh, either there's a movie going on or some sort of uh, lunch or dinner is going on. So every week there will be at least two events from the International Student Office. Um, they have this uh, Global Ambassador and Global Line Mentorship Program. Uh, programs actually. And, and, and either there's a trip going out off campus to to a sports emporium or to skiing even or to uh broadway uh we to we went to new york um i mean our office went to took students to new york broadway uh just in i think that was november and we are going again in april uh, because some of the students missed out on that opportunity and we uh it was uh, we could only take 40 students and i think 180 something signed up 
um so now we we so we because of the popularity we are now doing another one so there is all these activities going on on campus not just from the international student office but from the student engagement office as well uh you have campuses on, no no sorry not campuses clubs on campus uh and, and there's also a very good um uh very good gym the the training facilities they also have a swimming the swimming pool a basketball court there's a um squash court the badminton court uh so there's also a sports facility if you are athletic if you are towards athletic um so yeah the life on campus is pretty good um you have a, a food facility here as well that is open for the students who live on campus um and who are just here for classes um and and you have meal plans and that gives you discounted uh prices on meals uh so yeah the life on campus is pretty busy pretty good um as i mentioned even in the holidays when everything is closed uh you remember the story i told you that someone from the international student office came and opened their home for the international so they don't feel lonely so you will never feel lonely on this campus there this campus will always be buzzing even though it's a smaller campus uh um uh, uh but it will it's still it's still always buzzing and 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 there's also a police station on campus uh so you it's not like you you're walking at 3 a.m. and you're like looking all around and you're scared that that, pol- that police station is 24 by 7 it's only for campus community so you feel safe as well so you're not only uh feel supported but also feel safe so i think uh, uh life is pretty good on campus yeah yeah i think that social engagement is critical for success so you have uh, a better chance of having a work life balance uh myself and, and you as well taslim i know we've talked about our love of cricket yeah and just the fact that uh students would actually get together yeah. and uh go down at midnight or whatever yeah. time the games are being uh the matches are being played internationally yeah. just yeah. to connect with other students. Yeah. And I think those types of events really help us to uh come together as a community. Um recently with the World Cup people yeah. were getting together to watch watch the game. So I think we we do have a lot of these kinds of activities yeah. and I appreciate you sharing uh information about that. food is also big. Yeah. I I think we learn a lot about uh foods from around the world um on a regular basis here yeah. on yeah. campus. So I I think it's really critical to let students around the world know that we do have the ability to connect with you wherever you're coming from. Exactly. Have you met a lot of other students from many different countries while yes. you're here? Yes. Um like not just the MBA program but all the other programs they it it they have a very good international intake um so the diversity on campus is pretty good uh you get students from all over the world we have people from different backgrounds uh and uh take india for example right uh india is such a big country that even within india there's so many states that are different from each other that you you get to experience different kinds of culture from there um so punjab is totally different from say tamil nadu or 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 malayalam I, i don't know if i pronounce it correctly um i i apologize if the pronunciation is wrong um so yeah so you can see that the diff, the, uh, the it's uh, the diversity within one country there's so much diversity and then china is exactly the same as well um so yes we we i have got to meet a lot of people from different backgrounds uh and a lot of different food we we had the uh potluck dinner uh, last semester where each student brought their one dish 
from their country, traditional dish. And we actually help them with the food uh, preparation as well. Uh, they, if they can't find ingredients, they would let us. They, they, they were. We asked them to let us know, and then we would order it for them. And, uh, and, and, and it was a great success. We had fifty different dishes that day, uh, and it was also at the house of uh, one of the uh, one of the students here. So it wasn't. We didn't do it on campus, but we did it off campus. But in in the, in one of the graduate. Uh, ambassador's house and they are a local student so they they are American student uh, so that so you can see that how um, both the local community and the international community are sowing intermingled here on this campus uh, and that the even the local students are are help are are putting their foot forward to help out the international students feel feel welcome uh, and that's that goes again back to the that this campus is appropriate size. It's not too big. It's not too small. And everyone here is uh, is very supportive. I think that also brings up a point about the um, faculty and staff that engage with students. And in the School of Business, we have an amazing team of uh, faculty and staff that work with students at all levels to make sure that they have a good experience. Um, one of the the things that we do as well is have an orientation at the beginning of the program to just walk through all of the different uh, pieces of information. I know, Tasleem, you're at the end of that journey and you're looking forward to heading out the door. Uh, but could you talk a little bit about what the admission process was like and um, how that works for an international student? Uh, admission process is relatively straightforward. Uh, um, everything is laid out uh, in full on the website so you just have to go onto the uh, Penn State Harrisburg website uh, and in the uh, to the MBA to the business department uh, uh, and then uh, it's pretty straightforward you just fill out the application and follow the uh, the the requirements that to turn in your uh, transcript turning your form previous degrees letter recommendations from faculty or from your co-workers your letter of intent what do you, why do you want to do the MBA uh, and just uh, pay the admission fee and then if if uh, if you're if if you fulfill all check all the boxes uh, uh, you will get an admission uh, letter from the school uh, and then and then the school will will send you further documentation uh, like now okay now it's time for you to apply for your i20 now it's time now we are sending you your i20 now it's time for you to go apply your visa if you need one um and and, and school will will follow up okay so school will give will basically hold your hand uh, and will help you at every step until you are here or until you are out of the door as you were mentioning um so so the the admissions uh, uh was uh, process was is very relatively simple, straightforward. There are no curveballs in the whole uh, process. So if you if you check the boxes, if you check all the boxes, all the requirements, um, uh, and and of course uh, the admission requirements change every year depending on the demand and the how uh, what's the competition looks like. I I understand that part, uh, but if you check all these overall general boxes and then. Your 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 application is competitive enough. Uh, faculty, the admissions to, uh, committee will consider your application for admission. Yeah, I think it's critical to have a clear process so that students aren't deterred because of random events happening with the admission process. So we really are, are happy to hear that that process is streamlined and um, it works well for students. 
Uh, one of the other things with the admission process is that students can request a waiver for any of the standardized tests. So uh, standardized tests for grad, grad school are typically GMAT and GRE. So we want to hear from you. If you uh, met the criteria, you send in a request to us. We usually respond within 24 to 48 hours as well. So our goal is to keep an open line of communication with you from the initial introduction to our program all the way up until you graduate. And we will stay in contact with you after you graduate as well, because we definitely want to know who our alumni are and what you're doing and how you can continue to engage with us uh, and the program. Yeah. So yes, uh, the uh, for me, for the MBA, GMAT was required, is a requirement. And also um, uh, English language test is a requirement as well for international students. Um, so for me, I was able to get both waived. Um, uh, GMAT and GRE is waived if you already have a grad degree. Um, so you can just send that those paperwork in, and then as you said, you may, uh, you guys, uh, the department responds in within twenty four to forty eight hours uh, for that waiver. And I uh, got that waiver, and the English requirement test, I also got that waiver being from English speaking country Canada. So um, I was not required to do the test. Uh, but for uh, for folks who do not have a graduate degree, uh, they would have to do the uh, GRE or GMAT, GMAT for MBA. Well, those students can actually apply for a waiver as well based on the undergraduate degree. Okay. So we have found that the there's a lot of flexibility, particularly with work experience and undergraduate performance that can really give us a clear directive as to your chances of success in the program. So we are really um, encouraging students that are interested in our program to uh, send in that request, apply, and we can give you some initial feedback earlier on before you pay the $65 application fee, which can also be waived if you attend one of our open house uh, events, uh, in person or virtually. So there are a lot of options that we have tried to implement to reach students where they are. Yeah, that, that's a that's an excellent piece of information because now students can just... Um, I mean, they don't have to have that burden of having the uh, the uh, those GMATs and GREs. They, if they have the option of getting it waived, and uh, if they fulfill all the requirements, then if it gets waived for them, that that that's a huge plus. And also, that if the two application fee can be waived as well, that's a huge plus. Yeah, the last piece in the application is a TOEFL for international students. But uh, fortunately, Penn State has recently revised some of those requirements, so. Uh, there's a website where you can just look and see, depending on what country you're from okay. and where you obtained your degree, the TOEFL might be waived as well. Okay. So there, there are a lot of people with strong um, language skills that are coming in, and we don't want to deter anyone uh, just because they're coming in with an international degree. So we really want to work with uh, international students to encourage them to consider us for their graduate degree. Uh, that's good to know. So, yeah. uh, Taslim, it's been a real pleasure talking to you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for giving me the opportunity. I, I feel like uh, the pleasure is all mine. Uh, I really appreciate you sharing your experience with us about um, what life has been like in the MBA program. And I, I wish you and your family all success as you're Thanks. heading out the door. Thank you. We do have your name. We have your number. <laughs> so we will find you. But thank you so much. You're welcome. Appreciate it. If you want to find out more information about the MBA program at Penn State Harrisburg, please visit us at our website. Thank you.